This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo, 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 everyone. The Yonko table has set sail to a bitter sweet ending because it's the season finale of the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. We're on episode 10 and <laughs> this thing ended on a cliffhanger, man. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm conflicted, but boy, was I invested in the story. But hey, we got a full table here today. With me, as always, to talk about the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, episode 10, is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, I see you've got, uh, what was his name? Hurricane, right? The bull? Gosh, I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even catch his name. <laughs> I think um, I think his name was Hurricane, I think. I, but I, no, I, I could be wrong. All, more importantly than the bull is a young Charlotte, Charlotte. town, a.k.a. Sugar mama we are we are here for the finale and it is an origin story for our dear old sugar mama but it raises some questions and i'm here to deep dive with the table today so and of course i'm excited too because i've thoroughly enjoyed this episode so and uh i mean our our boy mr calvin brown jr seems to even have enjoyed writing this episode he was listed as a writer and executive producer on this specific episode and <laughs> and i have my i have my thoughts about why i like this episode so much but we will get into it. we'll get into it you know <laughs> all right all right but with us as always our fellow supernovas to hear with us here to deep dive the episode rose the crafter she come in mr boombastic wait no 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 that's wrong that's wrong it's Mr. Bombastic. And uh, yeah, let's let's do it, man. Season finale. Season finale of The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. I did not think they were going to end on a two-parter that ends with part one. A cliffhanger. A cliffhanger, essentially. Right, right. And uh, I mean, it, it begs the question, you know, uh, production-wise, if they were not greenlit for a season two... Were they just gonna leave us there, <laughs> stranded, not knowing what what was uh, Sugar Mama's backstory and you know what happened when she got kicked out? I mean, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> it's it's a bold move in this day very and age. Very bold, very to, bold. Right, it's not like you know a season two is always guaranteed. There have been plenty of shows who get the can. You know, and never get a season two. But I think rightfully so. I I don't think there was ever a doubt that Proud Family would not get a season two. Um, I mean, <laughs> there is still a list of celebrities who have still not appeared, first of all. Yes, correct. Uh, two, when talking to Calvin, he told us some stuff that has not appeared. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Right. What's so going on? They they must be, or you know, and it could be very much that either a they're thinking long term, as far as getting picked up again for a season two, or they were just gonna mass produce these episodes and make their own cutoff points to be where do we cut it off and make season one, where, where does season two pick up, and it's like you know the the ideas were on the table and it was never that, you know. Uh, we're working to get picked up again for a season two. No, their intention was more of we're working to bring back our show 
and add on some new ideas to our show and just keep it going. And I think that worked out. And here we are with our first cliffhanger in the Proud Family Canon. And uh Proud Family Canon. <laughs> what a way, what a way. It definitely felt like a finale. Like, oh my gosh, wait away to close the season. So um this episode was so perfectly paced the amount of interactions between all the prouds i think we mentioned this a couple times uh throughout the season where we were somewhat conflicted on a uh, man uh you know there was some interaction with uh trudy and oscar but where's sugar mama's interaction why didn't she chime in in that conversation bobby's right there across the room he said one line What's the deal with that? <laughs> they, it's it's a family. It's a family. They all live practically in the same house. Um, and this road trip, everything was just done so well. I got to see Bobby's little um, <laughs> saying Old Town Road, <laughs> adding his own little Bobby flair in it. I loved it. Um, the interaction between uh, Trudy and Sugar Mama. Uh, Trudy trying to figure out Sugar Mama's past, wanting to, you know, try and see where where her roots came from. Where where does the proud lineage come from? Um, I mean, the writing in this I feel like was was perfection uh, in a way. Do I think it's better than tried and true uh, father figures? I'm gonna have to wait for part two. Right? It's 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 getting there for you me. You can't do that. That's cheating. You can't wait for to. part two. You have to because it's not resolved. It's not resolved. Some That's instances of part one is better than the finale with the part two. Just saying. Wait, some some instances of what? Uh, part ones are significantly better than the part twos. That is true. Sometimes the setup, but see, that's the thing. Could I, mean, you I think you can judge it. I think you can say you don't have to wait for part two. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out I, there. I mean, listen, either way, I thoroughly enjoyed it. This is up there with the best. The cream of the crop. Um, Rose, wh what did you think about the episode overall? You know, are you conflicted oh. that it's like a cliffhanger, a part one, or did you enjoy it as it is? I mean, it definitely caught me by surprise when it was a cliffhanger. Because I was waiting for it to build up. I knew it was, it was already, cast-wise, it was already bringing in um, a lot of family and a lot of different voice actors and stuff. So I was just watching it and enjoying it. But at the same time, I'm like, how big are we going to go for the finale? And then we get a cliffhanger. So I'm like, oh, I there guess this is. is all we have. <laughs> I guess this is it. But um, story-wise, it was just, it was a strong, strong story, strong, strong writing really big on family and a little bit of origin as well too. And as Grandmaster Hoop said earlier, this is Sugar Mama's origin story. Did you expect us to take this turn for the finale part one? Um, No, uh, you know, we knew the title was gonna be Old Town Road. So we knew this was gonna be the Lil Nas X appearance. And I thought it was gonna be more I, with him playing himself, you know, Right, Not the case. like everyone else. <laughs> right, right. Kid Capri, uh, Lizzo. Mm -hmm. Not the case, and I'm totally okay with the route they took it, because when you, I guess, when you have a reboot series, this is your chance to kind of tackle stories that you maybe wanted to have told in the original, mm -hmm. or you know, you just never got around to it, or maybe something happened in production. Uh, but also, it's just like an unanswered question that, you know, you really didn't even th think about. For example, uh, one of the greatest episodes, in my opinion, is the fam behind family lines where Trudy's family comes for the baptism. Uh, and as this episode oh, right. um, referred to, like Classic. the bougie side, <laughs> and then you had Oscar's family. Um, but thinking back. Oscar's side of the family was the Prouds. Those are on his dad's side. And, you know, obviously Sugar Mama married into that family. But here, the most we ever knew about of Sugar Mama's family uh, was her marriage and her sister, Sister Spice. Right, right. Which, mm -hmm. 
at this point, and it's so funny because here we are talking about retcon earlier this week. Oh, we uh, did have a pretty big conversation already. We sure did. Now, two things can happen here. Uh, a, we could just answer the question as far as, you know, what is Sugar Mama's past as far as her family side? You know, mm-hmm. we didn't even know her maiden name, which we now know is Town. Uh, so what's going on with that side and what's worth exploring here? Well, that's the first thing we can answer. And then B, the other thing we can answer too now, I guess at this point, um, we have not met Sugar Mama's mother and we had not met uh, Sister Spice. Maybe they can come back into the play in part two because um, I don't know. They brought Jennifer Lewis to play Sister Spice in the original series. You don't forget your guest stars. You don't forget your big guest stars. So um I, I think about it. Uh, I'll just throw out this tangent real quick. It's like when the Rugrats in Paris addressed the issue of Chucky not having a mother. It was already a problem that they solved. Here we had a problem we didn't know we had with not knowing anything about Sugar Mama's past other than her marriage. And then, bam, they presented it. And it's great. It, it, it was great. It was a great presentation, great setup. And... This is the kind of stuff I really enjoy when pro- they nailed it, man. I felt they nailed it. And yeah, like you, like you said, too, it was a balance. We got to see everybody interact with this new setting, the new characters. And, you know, but at the crux of it all, it is a Sugar Mama story. And you felt for Sugar Mama at the end. <laughs> so very well done. I was so satisfied. This felt like I was like, this is a finale. This is a good finale. And then a cliffhanger. Come on. I mean, I felt bad for Sugar Mama even in the beginning because Sugar Mama usually has quips or jokes or funny lines in response to everything. No matter how serious or how somber it is, she always has a a quick clap back. Uh, But when Trudy was basically saying, oh yeah, Sugar Mama, um, your family lineage is from Oklahoma. Sugar Mama shut that down immediately. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw the seriousness in her voice, her tone, her face, I knew this was going to be a really good episode because Sugar Mama's never never like this. She's never this angry. She's never this serious. And she's like, no, I, I want nothing to do with them. So I knew something happened in Sugar Mama's past where she became estranged from her family. She made, uh, <clears throat> maybe they didn't approve of... Um, I don't know, her marrying uh, Oscar's dad. I forgot his name. What was his dad's Percy, name? Percy, Percy Proud. <laughs> Percy Proud. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, again, this wasn't in the beginning of the episode. We didn't know why Sugar Mama did not want to go back to see her family. Um, so I knew this was going to be one of those episodes where I'm like, okay, we got a good setup right now. I like where this is going. Um <laughs> I don't know why Trudy was so obsessed in the beginning. She spent like what a thousand dollars. Yeah, why they do her like that? Her yeah, why replacing. they make why they make her so obsessed? Well, well has anybody done those little uh, rows? You've done it's, one, it's a right? Did hole. you do it? It's a rabbit I, hole. Yeah, I mean, not to that extent, but <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't know how the money works with all that. I, 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 I don't know either. I did one time fee for me, and that was it. But I guess if you want more, you keep you keep paying. So. Oh, that's funny you're... though. She's like a thousand, a thousand, a couple thousands later or whatever. <laughs> we found out where you at. Right, right. And um, I mean, what what because I think she spent that much money because what Oscar's tree ended with Bobby and Sugar Mama in California. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make any sense. So Trudy paid the money, found out they're from Oklahoma. Um, and that basically kicks off the road trip for the family reunion. How did they get a family reunion invite? Did I miss that? Was that just kind of oh thrown to Sugar Mama? Yeah, they probably connected on uh, one of the family members connected uh, once Trudy did that search and just kind of sent a message. So they quickly went by that. But like when you do those things, you can connect with potential okay. similar relatives. Yada yada. Right, right, right. Okay, I wanted to make sure because I was like, wait, <laughs> did I miss a detail? Do I have to rewind this? How they get an but invite? She got an invite. But wouldn't she, should she have gotten an invite? They don't like her, I thought. Which, you know? it's like, uh, who who's the coordinator, right? Oh, which, no, the her dad doesn't like her, uh, mm-hmm. Pa. But 
it actually now that we mentioned it, it probably was her youngest brother you know uh, the youngest brother yeah oh the one that doesn't know really the truth about Sugar he was Mama. born he was born after she was kicked out right who told you that <laughs> oh wait no 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 it was it was uh what was the response that she gave uh for that right it, it was it was because she thought she was too good for everyone was that what oh oh because way? well they said uh you know uh and she said did they tell you why i left and he said oh because you know you didn't know your place you thought you were better than everybody and and see this is really good writing too they play it as if sugar mama's the selfish one mm -hmm. you know and then we get the reveal that they are basically uh what sexist um only men, can, only men can do the rodeo massage misogynistic right right and i was like oh snap a layer yeah like an onion <laughs> right and that's good stuff i'm like because and again and you know they i feel they now intentionally did this uh you know like the pa was like you know go in the house and go cook as well oh yeah that oh geez yep Oscar, well, Oscar in the beginning of the episode, you know, said that to Trudy, to Trudy, yeah, <laughs> right, right. So I didn't even think about it. Yeah, that's great. That yeah, that's literally. I was like, oh man, they kind of brought it back full circle. Now, of course, you know, Oscar backs down, and Trudy doesn't, you know, uh, accept that, uh, you know, behavior and whatnot. But right. Sugar Mama, this is probably the most submissive, and you know. Uh, defeated we've ever seen her the most defeated we've ever seen her right um so damn that stuff really hit home for her uh but yeah man it was, it was like it's that heartwarming bit that you know it's an established character like sugar mama and we they gave they presented a layer that we never thought we needed and it's giving some good depth and i'm sure in part two they're going to explore how this made her the way she is which i'm excited to see Right. And then, then we get a uh, Oscar. Oscar, right? I love this, right? Because Sugar Mama does not like this side of the family. They don't like Sugar Mama. <laughs> and what's the one connection now that they have? <laughs> Oscar is now the family favorite on on the town family. He's a natural. He's a natural, right? He's a <laughs> Which is hilarious because he fails at everything. They've been doing him dirty this season, worse than he's ever been. <laughs> so it was definitely a great payoff to see that he's mastering something. Um, but it has a layer to the story with Sugar Mama because he's the boy, the grandson. And they're like, oh, look at this guy. Oh, he can be in the rodeo. Oh, not this guy. Oh, oh, this guy. oh sorry, sorry. Yes, but him lasso. I didn't even. I was like, I, I had turned away, so I didn't see who grabbed the lasso, and I didn't realize it was Oscar. So, uh, yeah, it, it it's cool to see. And then you know, Oscar's like, is this what parental love feels like? Because <laughs> he's never <laughs> felt it. <laughs> uh, but goodness, good stuff. Goodness, uh, we have Mr. Bombastic with us here today uh mr bombastic supernova mr bombastic uh you're a proud family stan are you not yes um been been a fan since even before the the remake well not the remake but just the uh the new season's coming up and um no i'm really really happy especially like this was such an interesting episode i was actually like it was really heartwarming i was really happy about it this is uh what grandmaster's favorite is this your favorite now man um is, it, is that what it is to the you know we're talking you know the comparison with father figures they're very different you know father figures introduces new characters and shows how they would grapple with them you know but this is the centerpiece of this episode is sugar mama an established character and we're watching her grapple with these things you know, so she's at the forefront versus father figures is kind of everybody at the forefront and how they tackle an issue. Um, so they both hit different, um, hit different. Uh, I think um, be, as a fan, I think OG fans will really enjoy this episode more. 
because you know it is you know again like i said they're addressing something from like the og you know father figures i love uh and it's great because they're showing you how we can still do new stories with your favorite characters and still make it heartfelt uh they, they both work on their own levels i <laughs> don't make me on pit, it for... <laughs> don't make me pit them against each other they're both you phenomenal. have to we've been doing it this whole season it's very I'm... different with this episode i feel I it feel. is it is I, I mean i don't think we ever had a backstory from her right we have not well, well we okay. had sprinkles. a little bit yeah, yeah. pieces the marriage old, right yeah. with Percy we, had, we got well we got our friendship with um uh, Miss Dinkins, right? Uh, which uh, Calvin also wrote that episode. Uh, we have um, the baseball episode. You know, she was on the Women's Negro League. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I feel that is it as far as backstory. And then, of course, we just know uh, as Bobby and Oscar were growing up, Bobby was the favorite. And that's really it. Oh, and I'm sorry, Sister Spice, her sister, who... At this point, I feel is about to be non-canon, and it's crazy how we have canon proud Retcon, family stories. Baby. You don't know yet. You don't. Know we don't yet. know. Yet. We don't know. Right. Okay, okay. She could come up. We never know. That's why there's a part two. We got away from. We haven't seen a mom. We haven't met Sugar Mama's mom. That is true. Maybe right. there's a divide in the family. You know. For sure. Like down the middle with uh, maybe Mom and Sister Spice went to California. Uh, and maybe Sugar Mama wanted to stay with Paul because she loves rodeo. That is true. And you yeah, know, it's kind of funny. I never actually thought that this episode would actually come to this to this part. Like I never thought that um, once once I saw Old Town Road uh, as a title, I was never thinking it was going to be kind of like a Sugar Mama episode at all. So it was actually kind of like. It, it hit me really hard because I was just like, I was not expecting any of this at all. So like we weren't either. Really nice. Um, I like kind of like going back to what I think Rose and Grandmaster mentioned earlier, how they're trying to paint um Paul as the the misogynist in on that side of the family. I think they made a clear distinction, a divide between how Oscar was acting with Trudy as well from earlier in the episode because I feel like with Oscars it comes from just just like a a mind of ignorance you know he comes home he's like Trudy what's for dinner and she's like oh yeah whatever you're cooking Oscar and so and then that's when she snaps him back but then Penny also asks the same thing she also asks mom what's for dinner so I yeah. feel like they brought to the family exactly it's like a family thing and you know they're not upset or anything when trudy's like i'm not i'm not cooking anything they're like all right well we'll order a pizza <laughs> Let's she gave go. him the, the stink eye we, we all know this exactly so i feel like they wrote this episode to show hey even though we kind of saw early on with uh you know oscar and penny expecting trudy to cook dinner for them uh they had no problem with like, oh yeah, you know what? It doesn't matter. You don't have to cook anything. Let's go get food. Paul, on the other hand, is straight up no girls allowed in the rodeo. Straight like, up old school. Old and school. Were you expecting him? Were you expecting him to take it there? Because no, the, right? I thought I, it was going to be something I, much deeper. I I actually wait. How how deeper did you think it was going to be? I, I don't I, know because that's that, what I thought. I thought well, it was going to be this like. I thought he was going to be misogynist in a way because Sugar Mom I, is very um, expressive about how she feels and what she does, and because it's like an like a more of a traditional side of the family, seemingly from how we were introduced to them, I imagine right. oh they probably think Sugar Mama is too expressive, um, you know she's too loud, that's not ladylike, but that was my assumption going in, like maybe that's why she became estranged from them. What else were 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 you uh, thinking that they were gonna go something uh, dark? Well, no, no, okay, so you know it was like, um, I thought there was gonna be in an an event that happened. And I think in part two because they still haven't said why she left or why she got kicked out. Right. You know, uh, it's just she was kicked out, and they have these misogynistic views. 
So I'm thinking the misogynistic views had a reaction from Sugar Mama that, you know, maybe she joins the rodeo against, you know, their wishes and causes a chaos or whatever to where they, at that point they ban her. But uh, I don't know. I just, you know, when we talk about Proud Feeling, we talk about how, you know, you can either go with all the zaniness or, you know, hit you with the the lesson and the moral. And I, I guess I just wasn't ready to be hit with the uh, lesson being, you know, oh, she's from a misogynistic family who believe in these dominant, you know, gender roles and you got to stick to them. And I wasn't expecting that. And I guess seeing as how, you know, you grow up with Sugar Mama, she's very, you know, hardcore and she's tough and you see her broken. You know, you see her broken from the beginning. She clearly doesn't want to go. Right. She's stone faced when they arrive. Trauma, it's, generational trauma. Yeah, it's yes. generational trauma, and uh, it's a complete character change as well. And, and you don't expect that from from her at all. And so that's why, like, it's it's definitely like the writers did a great job, like putting that so it was so subtle, but at the same time, like you did not expect it from Sugar Mama. So all the OG OG fans are like wait, something's going on here. Uh, and you can see that throughout the whole episode, which was amazing. So props to the writers. Yeah, because you really you really can empathize with her because, you know, you just you have this idea of what Sugar Mama's supposed to be. And then you literally, it's gone. This whole episode. I almost got teary-eyed at the very end. I mean, you, you learn that a lot of how we've seen Sugar Mama in previous iterations before this point, you know, stern, you know, uh, busting up Oscar, all kind of things like that. Um, you're seeing like the root cause of that protective layer that she has, because even while she's back with her family and 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 getting sad and, and upset, you can still see her kind of try to be strong, uh, turn up her uh, turn up her chin or like you know, straighten up her face when she's going through these instances when she's where her family coming back, you know, to the rodeo. No. Yeah. And, and you definitely see it in some of the activities that she participates, you know, with them while she's visiting them. Uh, she does it with even something as simple as fishing, you know, fishing, fishing is a genderless activity. Anyone can participate in fishing. But, you know, from her family's perspective, they see her catching like 10, 20 fish on one line. They're like, who does she think she is? No girl should know how to fish, you know? <laughs> like, it's it's silly stuff, but like, they're, they're getting competitive with her over something that there's no need to like make that divide on, oh, Sugar Mama's a woman, therefore, why why is she here doing like the, the big boy stuff, you know, like fishing, um thumb wrestling thumb wrestling lawnmower racing was that a was that a john deere tractor race i don't know right. john deere but definitely a tractor race yeah, okay a tractor race okay um sugar mama confirmed to eat the the gum gum fruit she went gear third blowing her thumb up oh, winning this right you know what you know what you you say that and you say it as a joke but seeing as how they brought on a lot of like millennial writers, you I really it. wonder. It's very you know, possible. It's they very. They took some notes. I am going to tweet that out and just see if it gets any uh, reply because I feel someone's going to respond. I feel that there's some truth behind that for sure. Um, were there any like stand? Because I know we've been trying to keep like a keen eye on some of like the little Easter eggs, the references throughout the last couple episodes. Was there anything that stood out this episode or did they just kind of really focus on the the family dynamic thing? I like I, I well, personally the, did the, the black Western family dynamic to black, uh, not Western, but uh, black cowboy. Yeah, uh, that's been well, trending too. lately. Oh, it has. We've I know Netflix has had two films about the black cowboy experience. Uh, oh, is one of them in the Idris Elba one? Or yes, did they the fall as one? When yeah, when they fall. Oh, when they fall, yeah. Or what's it called? What'd you say? Maybe you said uh, it right. Maybe you said it right, but we'll move to the next one. <laughs> uh, they, well, actually, somebody said it right. <laughs> they're both they're both with Idris Elba. They're just <laughs> both. Oh, I didn't know. They're that. both. It's um the ghost. He's the, he's the villain in the one. It's like him, Jonathan Majors, Regina King, uh, so forth. Uh, and then the other one is a modern day one 
with him and uh, Caleb McLaughlin from uh, Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, okay. Lucas for my Stranger Things fans. No. Yeah, that's okay. I know Lucas. That's okay. No, no, yeah, yeah. That's no, okay. I, I, we I, want Stranger Things. Support. We're ready for season four. The, the black one, the only black. Oh, one. whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, uh, and I, you know, funny. I did. I read an interview, or I read something. Oh, I just, I, I guess, I was just reading up on Proud Family, and they said, you know, it's a black show. It's a black animated show catered to black families but we're not only trying to cater to one black family they said they're trying to you know showcase multiple black families i don't know any black cowboy families i know they exist and this was a cool interpretation they're out there in oklahoma and i i I bet you they are in oklahoma i no doubt um so i i like i like seeing different black families this was a cool iteration dreaded out cowboys man dreaded out cowboys Um, i liked it did y'all notice how they all have Sugar Mama's face with the eyes closed? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say <laughs> The definitely. boys and the girls. <laughs> you can see the resemblance there. Yes. It's spot on. I, it's funny because, again, it's, it's going back to, like, what's considered canon or not. But, like, Sugar Mama was not born with that scrunched up face. You can see her eyes both in this reboot when she's a, a child and also – in the OG series when she's at her wedding and everything, young sugar mama. Uh, but I guess the town family has that in their genes, even from childhood. They can, it's a scrunched up thing. I don't know. It's, it's, it's so I'll weird. tell you what else they have in their genes. Um, what? <laughs> long living. Because Pa. Yes. Pa oh my be, God. How is he alive? How and he looks younger than Sugar Mama, unfortunately. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, brothers look like they even 50. say they even make a comment about uh Sugar Mama looking old. Yeah, <laughs> they said she didn't age well. <laughs> you didn't age well. I, I mean, Oscar's always throwing like old age quips at Sugar Mama. There was something about Jurassic Park in here, <laughs> Dinosaur, too. <laughs> yeah, um, but yes, I was because at first I was kind of confused because I thought maybe that was her brother. It had to be, right? Because how was that her dad? How was he alive? Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, Paul must just be his name, but that's her brother. <laughs> no, Paul, that's, that's her dad, right? Which is crazy. So, well, Paul has a partner too, right? Yeah, Paul's with, um, and shoot, we could talk about, there was a lot of guest stars. Paul was with Myrtle, who mm-hmm. is uh, Debbie Allen, if y'all know about Debbie Allen. She's been in the game producing many uh, shows. Who's Debbie uh, Allen? I don't recognize the name. Well, one, she is the sister of Felicia Rashad. Uh, if you know Felicia Rashad, you know, uh, Cosby Show. Come on. Oh, okay. Cosby. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, Debbie Allen's been out here producing like Grey's Anatomy, uh, okay. the movie Fame. And then she's, uh, she's just been around, man. She's been writing many shows. I think she even did some Euphoria episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, just wow. like to name a few she's she's been around she's been around she's got wow. she's been she's done insecure uh she's done empire how to get away with murder she's been around she's like she's in the game and those are all hit shows correct she's got skin in the game like yes and then uh funny and she just real she made that joke the uh i got greens beans carrots to make yep. yes <laughs> They, they made some callbacks um, to some shows. Uh, they referenced the Parkers, right? Early on in the episode. That was um, Calvin. Trudy's family. That was Trudy's right? family. Yeah, I think, yeah. 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 I right. never connected. That was the connection before that, you know. I, I didn't either. But, but um, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, oh my God. Oscar referenced something else. Yo, Oscar was dropping some, like, I was laughing a lot. Uh, did you catch his roots joke? Uh, which one was that? Uh, you know, talking about the, the thousand dollars. He said, Alex Haley found, uh, Kuta oh. Kinte, uh, chicken George and Halle Berry for less. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that he's I- the author of roots. So. If you know it, you know it. Um, I I remember the the Halle Berry thing. Um, and then he also said, "This is the beginning." I was like really laughing a lot at Oscar. Uh, 
talking about Trudy's family, how it was all widespread. He was like, dang, Trudy, your mother and your father was a Rolling Stone. If <laughs> 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 you the Rolling Stones song. Yeah, wherever he laid his hat was was his home. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> that's a that's a little adult joke. I like probably throwing those jokes in there. Straight you know? on a Disney channel. I love it. Oh, and then of and then during the the Shibuya roll call, you know, he's like, ladies call me snack man. Which lady? Snack Mac. Snack Mac. You're right. Snack, <laughs> snack Mac. You do. You're the only one that calls me that. Um, and you know, Penny had. I guess Penny was the B plot, right? Kind I feel of? Penny will come back into play in part two. But yes, I yeah. a B plot. Yeah. yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, a very loose one. Uh, because everyone had some screen time, some level of screen time going on. Uh. Penny's was kind of basic. She just doesn't want to be there. Uh, <laughs> she wants to be on the Washington trip with, uh, I guess, Kareem. Was Kareem. it a school trip? Yeah, school trip. School, school trip, trip, yeah. DC. Okay. And La Cienega playing her games <laughs> as usual. And knows no day, boundaries. Knows, knows no, no boundaries. boundaries. And I'm None questioning. Of them do. They, don't. Do. <laughs> they don't. They uh, don't. And you would think, you know, they all came out for her quinceanera last week, flushed down the drain, <laughs> back, back to be what did what did Dijonay call it? That's net. Um, oh my God, Dijonay called it something. The first time when La Cienega was being very touchy with Kareem, when messy, mm-hmm. messy. That's what it Met- was. <laughs> oh, La Cienega, you messy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. She being messy again. Um, did, anyone, did anyone get the vibes that this episode was given? I I hate to draw the comparison. You remember that so Raven, the country cousins episode? Do you remember that episode? I remember it a little bit, but episode. I know what you're talking about. I got very much the Raven country cousins vibe. Just just a little tidbit. Um, you can go visit your country cousins. There's some family trauma going on. <laughs> Not saying it's unoriginal. This I love this a lot more than that's so a Raven. Yeah, this episode has so many highlights. Uh, I remember when when um, Sugar Mama was actually like she was like tear eyed and like she dropped like one tear, and like that that was like heartbreaking. I was just like I never never seen anything like that. That that is new. She's never cried. I didn't know she right? had feelings. I mean, I think she's cried, but this one just hit different because yeah. it hit different. Uh, yeah, I you just again you saw her broken. Uh, why do you keep making scissor references? If I if I say the words, that's gonna be like you can we could do this in production. Every time I say hit different, we just say hit different. And I think it's funny. Um let me stop. Let me make a reference to another artist, Lil Nas X. Come on, he's like uh there's a lot of old head actors on this episode, like Glenn mm-hmm. Turman. That was Paul. If you ever watched okay. The Wire, he was the mayor. Or if you ever watched oh, How to Get Away man. with Murder, he's um the dad of uh the dude oh i am terrible right now the dad of the dude uh, it's, right. it's better the, than what uh, i would have been yeah. able to draw that nurse it down uh what well, okay um oh my gosh i'm just gonna throw them out there because i want to shout them out there was him glenn Turman. uh there was uh oh my gosh i have it right here um pull the, the list does any does anybody watch um what's that show gray's anatomy anybody watch gray's anatomy the hit show Grey's Anatomy? The hit show Grey's Anatomy? No. Of show. course I have seen I've some I've never episodes. heard of it. Uh, James Pickin Jr., uh, Chief Weber. He yeah, was Chief one Weber. of Sugar Mama's brothers. He's in there. And then, uh, did you recognize DC Youngfly? Did not. Uh, it was very... Names. Is DC Youngfly he, from... Uh, which, I know uh, the name, but I didn't, I didn't know he was there. Uh, he, um, he was one of the Penny's cousins at the watering hole the one uh, that's okay. closer to her age yes yes okay uh, i see that he's for the millennials for sure oh, man man you uh, man 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 man, 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 okay. man. Yes. that's right some of these um names. what a name yeah <laughs> right <laughs> which plays then, into um, the you know that theme which, yes which oh plays my into god the genius. they name a man man <laughs> genius. oh yes wow 
Right. Okay. Generational yeah, okay. trauma, buddy. I Here see it go. now. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Didn't think about that. <laughs> Who else um, was it? Kimberly Brooks. Kimberly Brooks. I, she's a, just a prolific voice actor. If you know of her credits, you probably know a lot more of her credits than you probably give don't me realize. like two. Most recently, let's give her um, Voltron. She, uh, she's uh, Alora and wow. Voltron. Who? Oh. <laughs> Did you watch Voltron on Netflix? Yes. Which one? Alora. <laughs> Alora. Alora. Okay. I know. I, okay. Okay. Now I know. Now I know. Okay. Now I know. Um, and then Dominique Fishback. Uh, Fishback. If you don't re- recognize the name, her biggest claim to fame is um, Judas and the Black Messiah. With um, okay. you know that's the one that, from like the seventies, right? Uh, it's or- about um, you know the Black Panther Party, and oh, how- is Adam Driver in it, or that's a different one? No, no, you're thinking of um. Black Klansman. Never mind. No, okay, no, this one was da- uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith. Okay. Uh, Freddie Hampton. It's the Freddie Hampton story. Just forget okay. it, man. They had a lot of voice actors, but how did y'all feel about Little Nas X and the Old Town Road Bobby remix? I like Bobby's remix. I Bobby kills funny. any beat he gets on. You know that. Yes, 100%. I, I do. He I just wasn't expecting classic. a remix. I'm glad it was. If they're not going to have Little Nas X on there, I was hoping Bobby would add his own flair to it. He threw in the nacho-loving stuff. Uh, he threw in how he drops beats as he was dropping a beat. Um, it was it was great. I he was gave us extra surprised. bars. He did. Extra. And L- Little Nas X was there, though. He was the one who's like, you know, I, I I play the guitar here. Here, you play this. I love that for you. Oh, that was yeah. him? Yeah, that was him. Oh, wow. I, never I, never was brief. I was looking for it too, but yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see very it. Very brief. It was very Usually they brief. have like a more, of, I guess, compared to the previous, um, you know, guest stars, they have more of like a prolific role in the episode, not just, just here you go. I'm not going to. Yeah, can I like listen? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, like I, I think they offered it to him and he was like, I'm just happy to be here. I don't yeah. need, like, hey, he's like, he's in they it. Say, it's a Sugar Mama episode. She got it. I will say my line. And then that, bam. That's good enough for me. Um, hey, I, I'm satisfied. Yeah. Since we're talking about satisfaction, final thoughts on the episode. You know, this is the season finale. We don't know when we're going to get a season two. We are getting a season two. That is confirmed. Right. Um, you know, assuming some of these episodes are already, like I'd imagine Calvin already wrote part two of this already. It, the uh i'm pretty sure he confirmed he, on twitter today that he already finished oh yeah. part two that's right that's right he said, so, can't wait for y'all to see part two <laughs> man i know this guy knows how to hype us up um and deliver at the same time um but uh yeah as a season finale are you guys left hyped for a season two um you know, what are your thoughts on what season, uh, I'm sorry, not season two, but part two would deliver uh, for this arc with Sugar Mama? Um, what would it need to do for you so that, because see, oh, man, like, I love this episode. I really do. But I need that resolution to like have my entire thoughts on it because it's meant to be one coherent story. It's meant to have a beginning, middle and end. Right now we're in the middle. We know what the stakes are. We know what the problems are that Sugar Mama has with this family. But I kind of compare it to, for example, the Miss Hill episode that we had some criticism about, right? Where we had really good setup in the beginning of that episode. But the resolution was, they missed the part in getting us to feel for Miss Hill. It kind of just got resolved and that was it. And to me, that hurt the episode a little bit. Uh, but right now it's almost the same, uh, scenario, but now it's split up instead of being in one episode, we have great setup, great character interactions, great, just dynamics between what's going on. Great, uh, plot threads that are left loose now. Cause we have to wait for a part two. Uh, but they can really drop it in, in part two. I don't know, but right now I love what we see. What do you guys think? Just to round us off on the season finale in general. 
it's definitely gonna be really hard to like mess it up i'll be honest with that um i think like everything that's been written so far is so good to the point that like it's to drop it to drop it hard on the part two it that's gonna be a tough challenge so we're, i'm expecting for it to be kind of like the same one as the part one kind of like a little bit emotional there's definitely going to be some comedy in there and like in the end every everybody's going to come together and like be like one ha big happy family in a sense um and i know for like it's, it's just anything with sugar mama is actually just amazing so I'm, I'm a really big fan of it just a part one so part two is definitely going to deliver too I will remain optimistic because so far anything Calvin has been attached to as a writer, both in the OG series and the new one, we've loved a lot. <laughs> for the not I mean, to discredit anybody, not to discredit anyone else, <laughs> nothing else. But we 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 recognize when 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 Calvin comes in, he, he delivers. Um, but uh, Rose Grandmaster, um, let, let Rose take it. I think. It, Overall, I'll say this, it feels like we're starting to get a little more synergy. I don't know if it depends on who's writing or or as the team grows and works together, but starting to get a more sense of synergy um, with our characters, with our family. And it really showed in this episode. So the only thing I look forward to is, is, is building off of that and kind of taking it places it might not have been before. So I feel like they're very ambitious and we're just not seeing all the pieces yet, but it's the, it's like so much waiting. So I feel like second season, they're gonna take it to the next level, actually. I think we're gonna still get big cast, but we're really gonna get like some fleshed out characters, at least some of them, before we finish season two. It, it, it feels like it's getting that type of big. So resolve and then set the tone for what's next. Yeah, I, I feel the same sentiments like you could tell in which episodes where they they are all on the same page. I felt this episode, last week's episode, and like, you know, uh, I'm, I guess I'm just naming my top episodes at this point. Father Figures and it all started with an orange basketball. They were very it, it was very much a blend of the old and the new. Um, the old being, you know, these character centric episodes where we you know, give some, uh, we close out some arcs or we, you know, give some more depth to already established characters to the new school method of, you know, we're not very uh, episodic in a sense anymore. There can be some serialization between episodes as well as let's make it, um, you know, let's make it appealing to today's crowd. Let's talk about topics we didn't talk about before. Let's, uh, you know, cover social issues that are prevalent to today. And I feel this episode was a blend and those other episodes I mentioned. And as far as, you know, this story goes, the only thing I need is I need them to address the Sister Spice thing and Sugar Mama's mother. And I, I challenge them. I mean, it's already written, but <laughs> it's a bold move if this episode concludes with the non-happy ending you know wow right interesting it, yeah but i i say that too because as you in, know if, i'm sorry like as in she doesn't resolve the issue with her with issues with her family right and you know i i think about it like this imagine if you know maybe her brothers come around but paul is still adamant in his ways maybe paul comes around in later episodes you know that doesn't yeah. mean the door is closed it's just a realistic sense that you know you know think change can't happen overnight you know and that's a challenge i mean that's a challenge for really any show or series to really break tradition or break you know the mold as far as storytelling goes so we'll see i'm definitely excited for season two i mean the major excited now you have to be we have to wait however long till season two which i hope is not that, that long i actually predict Season two will drop before 2022 ends versus waiting a whole year. Right. We shall see. Right. Yeah. I, I right. That way too. And I, I really like the idea. I like the idea you're talking about with the kind of like with the sad ending, because that that could actually be like kind of like the premise of the next 
uh, next season as as well. Kind of like lay some foundations in there to the point that like how you were saying that they can just bring the, the characters back and even like maybe make make like a another two part episodes if it comes down to it how uh, they're like that family is coming to to uh, cali and they're just like seeing all these new things all like cell phones everything else that is like what contraption is this oh yeah exactly. uh, a, a, a reverse culture shock you know they were exactly. shocked going to there right and they bring it back over here yeah, I can definitely see that happening too. And it, you leave more room for storytelling when you break, uh, you know, tradition or uh, I I forgot the word. I, I had a really good word to say. Forget it. But yes, you leave the door open for more in-depth storytelling. And I think the writing team does a really good job of bringing in the old and the new. Uh, I think they need more balanced episodes like this. But I feel we're in good hands. I think overall, the experience with season one was definitely worth it and definitely highly enjoyable. A hundred percent. That's the last thing I think we should say on it. Season one, success. That's why he's getting a season two. Uh, but overall, season one, regardless of our criticisms, this has been one of the very few revival series that just hit it out of the park. And as we said multiple times before, when it comes to reboots, revivals, they can drop the ball. <laughs> Proud family did it. They took the ball and made the three-pointer. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, um, real quick, I love the art in this episode. I mean, this right here, I, I just like the colors, the saturate. Like, I, I love it. it. It reminds me of the the basketball episode where we saw like the backdrops and the different, you know, um, scenery. I really liked it. It's but. lighting. They did a really good job. With really the good job. I can see the sun bouncing off of their skin and their clothes. It, exactly I mean, right. I love it. It's, it's an art form. It really is. Um, but hey, there you have it, folks. Uh, that's our finale for the Proud Family on season one. Let us know what you all think in the comments below. What did you think about this episode specifically? Did you think the season finale for The Proud Family should have ended with a cliffhanger? Uh, what are your expectations for a part two since that's what's gonna open us up for season two uh, whenever that comes out? But we do know season two is in production. And uh, yeah, what are your overall thoughts on The Proud Family season? Uh, overall, we think it's pretty good, but we wanna hear your thoughts as well. So let us know. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You'll see little tidbits on TikTok as well. Some some little short clips from, from uh, this episode. There were a couple funny bits. But yeah, there you have it, folks. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop and Supernova's Mr. Bombastic and Rose the Crafter. Signing off, guys, and take care. <laughs>